I gotta, I gotta ask you about your Ed Sheeran the Dick song because obviously yes. that's the main. That's the what in God's name made you like? <laughs> so my girl was like loves Ed, just loves Ed Sheeran. Tokyo tonight. Hey. What's up, guys? How are you, man? Yo, we need to get you both on the family feud. Like, I need you both in there answering questions with me. Oh, I down. I absolutely down. I think that would be uh that would be a nice uh segue after uh after this podcast if we just all started playing family feud together. I think Dude, that would be... I got the giant... I'm up for it. Like the giant buzzers with the actual Family Feud light up thing. Like oh this. my god, I need that in the live. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> let's make it happen. That's Where great. are you based at? Are you back East Coast? Uh, yeah. So I live in Connecticut. Uh, I've I've nice. been here all my life, and uh, <clears throat> I haven't really wanted to leave yet. There's something about being in Connecticut that is very relaxing. You know, just because. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's so close to being like in New York City that I've gone back and forth into like into New York City so much that after spending five hours in New York City, I'm like, I need to get the fuck back to Connecticut yeah. and like <laughs> see some grass and see some see some trees and things like that. You know, yeah. I'm right there with you, dude. When I was I there's something like oddly comforting about like when I was a kid, I wanted to live in the city more than anything because you don't know shit about shit. So you're like, oh, my God, it's so cool to live in like Manhattan. And it is you love, you know, I I, you know, lived in Brooklyn for a long time. I was born in Brooklyn or whatever. But like, you know, Manhattan is just like, it's just cool to say it. And then as I got older, I was like, I can't, I need my kind of, I need to be able to have my car. I need to be able to drive somewhere. I need to fucking, you know, park at a grocery store. I need a parking lot kind of situation. I don't want to deal with, everybody on in New York has this schedule that they're permanently on where they're like, I can hang out, but I got to leave by this time because it's the last train. And it's like, fuck that dude. Like, I don't want to. No, Do like that. I just want to get in my car and go. And like, yeah. and so uh, like my older brother is a, a New York City fireman. So he lives mm. there all the time and, and he's there. And I'm like, I don't know how, like, I just don't know how you do it. Right. Like, I think it's just my like anxiety that I that have, like just being around a lot of people all the time. It's like, I yeah. just need that space to be alone. And like, yeah. and like, I think sometimes it's better to be, it's, creatively better to be in a space that's not so like super super crazy busy you know i agree chaotic yeah do you need your are you good collaboratively or no uh you mean like working like with other people yeah do you prefer it do you prefer like creating on your own like how yeah, are you well, mixing the two well so with like my youtube stuff and tiktok it's like that stuff i do all alone like mm. i've i've built that for six years like in the basement like literally where i am right now just making YouTube covers of other songs, making uh, funny things like onto TikTok. And I've just literally done it all from this, from this couch that I'm literally <laughs> sitting on right now. Um, Great couch. But thank you. This, this, so this couch is from 1973. There's, Holy uh, shit. 
yeah wow, there's a lot of that this couch has has a lot of stories uh to it that i don't know, <laughs> I, don't know I feel like i feel like a couch from 73 at this point is screaming just uh, like slightly <laughs> like it's just yeah like... there's like there's like stains on it there's 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 a lot there's a lot of shit on this couch but it you know but it has history to it it's like from my dad's apartment and like sure. I, don't, I don't know yeah um it's great but working with other people uh yeah i mean like i think i've gotten to a point in my career where i feel like i need that like like i need like i'm just tired of working alone honestly so so i, I hear think you. i i do like working with other people definitely do you think that's just come with the experience of doing it or just maybe like as you're getting older you're like oh you know what i kind of have more to share with somebody else and i liked because i think when you're younger initially like especially like um you know when i started out doing stand-up or whatever you're i mean stand-up is still a very solitary thing and i and i do like that kind of thing but it's kind of funny when i see bands and i talk to more people who have like somebody to fall back on or like even being in writer's rooms and stuff like that. I really do have like having people to bounce ideas off of and kind of share the experience with and also any failure where um, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh, this is what did we do here? It sucks. And instead of it just being on you, you know? Yeah, no, you're right. And, and I, and I think too, like one of the things that um, I feel like has got me into that place is just, being is just working alone and staring at my screen for six mm. years straight and like right and but but th then there's a flip side to it right it's like i've been in bands and i've and i've done like the band thing and i've been with other people and it's like maybe this is just a me thing but but i i, I want to work with people that have like the same kind of passion that i do around it and so when yeah, i yeah. feel like someone is not as into it as i do it's like I don't want to feel like I have to drag other people to to like be in something that they don't want to be in. Like especially doing music, it's like you have to be all in, or or right. or, yeah. or you're not. You know, same thing like with comedy. Like I'm 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 sure like those two industries really go hand in hand together. You yeah. Know? yeah, the compatibility between the two is actually oddly like I've always felt like there was a shared experience, especially when I've I've opened for a couple bands like in my in the beginning. And that's kind of fun. It's not so much anymore. We're like back in the day, like if you had the same agency as like another band, they would just send a comedian out with them to do like 20 or like even like 10 or 15 or whatever. So that doesn't happen too much. But just from being in the same venue as like a band was before, I did like the shared experience of going like, okay, we both had this stage, had that kind of crowd, like, you know, or whatever. And then, but now talking to other musicians and stuff like that, like, I just find the level of uh, sameness and insecurity or maybe like, you know, performance issues or questions and stuff like that when you're going through your mind before you go to a show is very, very similar. Yeah. Like, I think having and and just like being to having to be able to express different ideas with other people, because you might mm -hmm. see something from a certain perspective that someone else might see it from like a whole different perspective. And then it might make the song everything that you want it to be. Yeah. But, um, but, but, but yeah, that's why that's, so that's why I have a therapist because I can just bounce <laughs> ideas off him and I can just come back to my house and do it by myself. I don't need anybody to be my therapist. But, yeah. I just like the idea of somebody reading one of your albums and they're looking at the credits and there's like a doctor listed and they're like, is <laughs> oh, is it? Are we looking this guy like, up or? Thank you, Dr. Brown, for, uh, for all your support. <laughs> really appreciate it. You made this record happen. Thank you. He's gonna be looking for parts of that ass cap. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's the only PhD in his building to retire early because this is the residuals of getting an album <laughs> money. He's like, like going I don't need to help anybody has... anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking great. 
has like a gold record in in, in his office next to <laughs> yeah. like his surgery table. Yeah. He's that would be one great. of the writers. <laughs> Like, holy it shit! Would be great if you walk in and then you see it's like degrees, degree, degree, record black, record black, record <laughs> like, black. It's like who, who is this guy? <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god, I'm going to Jeez. a legit. Can you hum a little bar or something like that? Um, <laughs> no, I can't. Um, I don't do that here. That's awesome though. I never thought about giving it, uh, any therapy. I don't. I haven't. I've been to therapy. I've gone to therapy. I should probably still be, um, but I have not gone. Uh, back or whatever. you know i'm one of those people who'll be like oh i need it today and then that's just not how it works because you actually have to schedule an appointment like for a while i would be one of those <laughs> yeah. idiots i would legitimately be like i would like text my therapist like hey you free and he's like i'm a doctor uh <laughs> like, I, no i'm not free and i'm like okay okay well it's like, you know, it's like up when you're we just need to have like a quick text no but like that's the problem right like mm. that's that's the thing about going to therapy is that like you you have to make the effort to want to do yeah. that and like I, so I was in therapy for probably two years and then I stopped for about a year and literally right before I got on this call with you guys, I scheduled a, I scheduled a brand new appointment with a new therapist because nice, yeah. I, because I felt like I was, you know, just some of the stuff that we were talking about right before we got on here was like, it's like, oh, I feel good today. So I, so I don't need a therapist. And then right. like the next day, oh, I, oh, I feel like shit. Maybe I do, yeah. but then it's like when you have more consistently bad days, then I feel like days that are good. And it's like, and I just got to a point where I was like, okay, I, I, I need someone to talk to that's uh, not not my mother, and uh, <laughs> that that would uh, just somebody from the outside. Like, yep. I I think it's just very healthy, but it is. Yeah, for sure. We should all be in therapy. We all need that third party dude to come in objectively and kind of look at your life. I mean, obviously that would be the ultimate convenience to really, if we, if everybody could afford a decent therapist to kind of like bounce shit off of, but then you do have like, you know, like anything else, you have people that are really good at it. People that are okay with it. I had a friend who was going to see a therapist and they literally did have a texting relationship where I was like, that's not, that's no longer your therapist. Cause like they were, you know, talking about her <laughs> relationship issues but as two girlfriends too, she'd be like, I just texted Karen, my therapist. She wanted to see how we were doing together. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like not her and I, but like her and her current boyfriend. I'm like, Ooh, that's, that's a fucking, that's not, that's not any good there. See, so you think so? I think that would be no. great. No, I see. I think it is. So this you is think it's good or that, bad. Well, I had a problem with my last therapist where, where I don't want to say his name, but, it, but it, but, but it got a little too personal. No, where where like you know you sit like in these sessions and like you build like a relationship and like right. especially if you're around the same age like this guy was like in his late 30s and so mm -hmm. we kind of vibed that way but then it got to a point where it was like most of the therapy sessions were like us like just vibing and like yeah. i wasn't really having to talk about anything that i wanted to talk about and like i was paying money for it so i'm like <laughs> Like, am I just paying you to be my friend or like what's going on? You know, <laughs> this 100%. reminds me of the Seinfeld where he had a maid and they start dating and then they're yes. begging and he's paying her and uh, she's not cleaning anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, like, and he's just and he's looking around his apartment. He's like, what did I just pay for? Like, what? Yeah. But I had the same. So I, um, you know, through the pandemic, nobody was going to anybody's offices. We we're all doing shit on the phone. At one point I was talking to a therapist and it was over the phone. And I swear to God, I stopped and I was like, are you? 
fucking cleaning right now? Like what? Like because you could hear like bang, bang, clink, 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 da, da, da. Yeah, uh huh, uh huh. So you're feeling like, like, hold on, I'll be right there. I'll be right there. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. All, all, all of a sudden, I'm like, anyway, I think I might kill myself. And he's here, you know, he's like <laughs> chopping down a tree in his backyard. I'm like. Are you doing lawn care? What is happening right now? Like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Hold on, let me just vacuum up uh, <laughs> this catch shit really quick. Yeah, we right? can get back into it. Yeah. He's like, I cannot get this one paperclip on the floor, dude. You ever get like a? <laughs> it will not pick up. <laughs> like tying a noose around my neck while we're on the phone. I was, like, anyway. I was thinking you're saying, yeah, like you're like, he's like, yeah. Hold on one second. Oh no, no, like this tire, right? Like, like what? <laughs> I'm asking him questions about knots. Like, I'm like, have you ever been in the Boy Scouts? Is it a, is it like a, a sheep shank or a, you know, <laughs> is it like a Windsor knot or like what's going on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm using terrible. my dad's ties. Is that okay? Do you think that'll be? Uh, no, but no. but like this is, <laughs> this is no, but like this is important because, like, I take mental health very very seriously, but then at the same yeah. time, it's yeah. like. It's like you need to be able to to have the kind of you have to be able to laugh at yourself because I feel like yeah. if like if you don't laugh about it then then you're then you're you know then you're gonna cry. It's, yeah. It's oh agreed. Know, it's like this and crying is fine. Three males in the room is fine. right now. It's good to have feelings and express. I agree with you though, and it is good to do that kind of shit because I think we're all caught in this mental health loop where now it's like it's great that everyone's talking about it. I really do love the fact that everybody's kind of acknowledging their mental health. I think the cautionary thing is like anything else in this world or country or whatever is when capitalism kind of gets involved and you're like, okay, now how much of this mental health discussion is done now for performative issues or profit? You know what I mean? Like, cause now it's like, everybody's talking about it and that's great. And then you also kind of have to be careful about how people are talking about it. And if they're using it to just monetize their own, it, you know, like, I, it's it's um not that like okay so monetizing an issue would be like if you like i i did a short film on mental health and you know it's called duff it and everything but enough it's a lot of I'm fun not, definitely yeah. check it out it's all about uh depression with a puppet yeah totally the, basically the main character uh his depression manifests itself into a puppet that looks like him and only he can see it and but it's like very like all the negative thought stuff I don't even mean it monetizing like that. I just mean like when you see it in the media and stuff and then people are using it in a way that's kind of like not a real conversation anymore, but it's just like, um, you know, they wear it like a shirt or a brand, like, oh, my mental health is my brand. And it's like, oof, that I find like, it should be something you can laugh about to kind of overcome with to say it's okay to deal with it, but not something that people are just using to plow through life with. You know what I mean? Does that make sense to you? I don't even know. If yeah. And, and like, I think I've seen, so like, first of all, I, I think that the puppet thing is so cool. And I think yeah. that's like very therapeutic in a way to like, oh, here's like this puppet that's like super depressed and like this is yeah. how I feel or whatever. But but then I, no, but then um on the other hand of it, it's like I've I've seen a lot of people um use mental health for like or use that they're that they're dark or that they're this for like cloudy reasons, you know, what yeah, I mean? yeah. Like like to just think it's cool and it's like it if you've ever been in a place where like <clears throat> you feel like you want to kill yourself, like if you've actually been to that place, yep. you don't, you like, just don't do that shit. Like, like it's, it's, it's yeah. like a real thing, I think for a lot of people. And I, and, and I don't know if we've gotten to a point, like not even as like a country, but like, I don't know if we've gotten to a point where 
people take it as seriously as I think that they that they need to. I don't Agreed. know. Um, no, I know what you mean. I think it's a tough one too because like we don't want it to be stigmatized, but you don't talk about it. But we also mm -hmm. don't want it to be taken to the point where it's almost like a trend, like eating Tide Pods, right? That's, so you don't yeah. want. <laughs> <laughs> good point that Absolutely. was a trend that lasted for a while that trend lasted for a minute yeah uh, right. let's be honest some of those people needed to go is it hot in here no, no, no. listen listen I, it's 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 something that should you know, because you think about all these people that did have serious mental health issues, like the guy from uh, the Foo Fighters who just, oh, who, dude. Who just died, totally. Taylor Hawkins. Yeah, like, Taylor Hawkins, yeah. Totally had a lot of issues that that he wasn't able to work out. And, like, people use all of, like, these different kinds of substances, I feel like, just to feel a sense of peace. Like, mm -hmm. it's not because they're bad people. It's because they, like, are fighting a battle in their head that they yeah. don't know how to express and like mm -hmm. sometimes taking substances like allows you to get some relief sure. from that but yeah. at the same time it's like and then and then it, and then it's so hard to see like a doctor like all like these psychiatrists like like you can't see till like months and months in advance and it's yeah. like what's the point it's like there's there's just not enough but exactly. but but yeah. then on but then on the other hand it's like it's it's like I try not to take myself too seriously and I, and I try to like, I think mental health is important, but I, but I, I don't think it should be the focal point of your brand or of your life or like trying to make money off it. Like, exactly. I think just do what you feel. Yeah. It's part of that's very hard. <clears throat> and listen, I don't even begrudge anybody who is like adjusting to their mental health and they now... I really wish the message would mostly be like, you don't have to make it your your character trait. You can acknowledge it that that is the thing that, because I don't think your mental health is necessarily what makes you you. I think it's a part of you and that's a good thing to acknowledge and then also you know, deal with in a healthy way and try to overcome. But I think there's some people that the message is like, I'm not gonna be able to escape this thing. So I better just wear it you know, on my sleeve all the time or like have it as like a brand type of thing. And I think that fucks with your head because it's just, you know, you're already dealing with shit on its own, but like a depression or any kind of thing, if it's ADHD or whatever mental health is, it plays on a loop. So if you're not, if you're telling yourself you can't even escape it, and then it becomes part of who you are and your industry and whatever the hell it is, it just, you just never escape it. And it, and it should be something that you're trying to go, I'm going to leave it over here and focus on my life and my work and all that other stuff. And uh, to add to what you just said, the doctor thing is important too, because the substance abuse stuff, nine times out of 10 comes from, I mean, not in Taylor Hawkins case, he could obviously see a doctor. I don't know what he was dealing with personally, but I have had a very close friend who was dealing with a lot of issues and, you know, passed away from a drug overdose, but had, had you know, they've been able to get to probably the care that they needed. I remember calling somebody's therapist at a time. I, I think we had shared the same therapist at one point. And I had called and I was like, hey, I think they really need to address whatever. And they wouldn't talk to me. And they were like, well, they need to schedule an appointment. And I'm like, and I just want to know, like, I could, that's why sometimes I'm like, I could never be a doctor, do that kind of shit. Because if somebody called, like, I understand you have to have that distance, but I don't know that I could. Because I'm like, hey, someone's really bad right now. Do you have 15 minutes, you know, to try to get a hold of whatever? And they were like, absolutely not. 
you have to schedule an appointment. I'm like, but if it's not for another three weeks, I don't know if they're going to be. And then they're like, oh, well, exactly. Then, exactly. You know. And I had a friend go to a doctor and like casually tell them like they were uh, they were having an OK day, lucid enough of a day to bring themselves to a doctor. Yeah. And then when they did explain to them, they were like they said, like, are you having suicidal thoughts? And he was like, yes. And they took it as right now. And then she was like, I'll be right back. Left the room. Then the cops showed up and then they took him away in an ambulance to another facility because and and by the way, to somebody who's already dealing with shit, that is one of the most traumatic. Like he wasn't allowed to leave. He had to have his girlfriend come back and pick him up because they wouldn't let him leave because he had just said he was having suicidal thoughts. And it's like we have to rethink how we handle somebody's, you know, like not scaring the fucking shit out of them because it's almost like they're not doing it to help them. They're doing it because he's a liability now. Well, I think it boils down to, I think that boils down to, like, it's a protocol. Like, if somebody says they make a chance of killing themselves, you they have to do <clears throat> everything in their power to to take him into and make make themselves accountable for not allowing that to occur once he expresses it. So I agree, I agree that it definitely happened in the wrong fashion. Sure. But it's tough, But also right? have an A, B, and C, like, question line up, because, like, are you having suicidal thoughts? And maybe follow it up with a right now do you feel like instead of just being because yeah. i mean like if somebody said to me do you have suicidal thoughts i'd be like yup most <laughs> you know, of the like, time not yeah i'm like <laughs> you know day. it crosses my brain in the weirdest of times <laughs> like you know sometimes i'll be in traffic and i'm like you know what if i just end it now you know it's like <laughs> yeah it's like if i just bared left well like what would happen <laughs> <laughs> on the verrazano yeah yeah exactly bit. no no but like just to your point it's like and I don't want to make this like a dark conversation because I know because I know that yeah, we'll skip over about it. But, no, no, but 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 it's like it's like I had a friend similar to you that 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 uh, had died over quarantine because <clears throat> he had like anxiety and he wasn't able to see a doctor. I, I don't know exactly, but he ended up buying something off the street that was laced with fentanyl, and he and it, and, it, and he died like yeah, man. and like that's and like that's the kind of shit and like all of these and like a lot of these doctors like you know think that you're just trying to get pills and like all this stuff and it's right. and, and it's like it's 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 just it's just really messy and i don't think we have it figured out yet and and i and i hope and i hope something happens yeah. soon but um i think but like i but like i do think it's good to uh you know be open about it yeah and express yeah yeah yeah, yeah like just be open about it and like if if you're at a point where where you can laugh about it and if you can joke about it i think that's also very therapeutic i mean right. that's i mean that's what that's what we've been doing for the last 25 minutes and i Absolutely. feel great yeah. like yeah and the other thing is is i and i just like to stress this too because i see this all the time especially like national suicide prevention month and all this is that where they're like if you need help make a call i want to make this very clear to people call your fucking friends like mm -hmm. if you know them to be slightly depressed, if you know them, if they, they haven't checked in a while, don't fucking tell people who are already like downward spiraling, convincing themselves that there's no time left to dial a number because they're not going to fucking do it. Just make sure you're reaching out to your friends. That's all. It doesn't like a text, a phone call, a how you doing, you know, especially the ones, you know, dealing with shit. It doesn't take much time to do it. And I feel it like it means a lot. Yeah, too. absolutely. Yeah. Like that's yeah. 100%. I mean, we've all, I'm sure the three of us have even been in a situation where we're like having a bad day and then one random person goes, you know, hey, man, you want to grab food or how you doing or we haven't caught up in a while. It can change your whole fucking mood. 
and bring 100%. you out of a thing what like like that i think i'm gonna call you guys the next time i feel that oh way. you're welcome to bro Is i'm doing okay? it all right, all right, always cool, open cool. i'm down Fun fact about me i don't sleep <laughs> so <laughs> i texted what time do you go to bed oh oh i was like i last night i went to bed at 3 30 in the morning um okay yeah yep. we're on the same wave it's Not just perfect. like it's just i for some reason, when I sleep, I feel defeated. Like, Me too. Oh, like, like I, like my, there's so many things that I want to do, and there's so many thoughts that I'm having. It's like, if I'm sleeping, then I, then like I, I feel like I'm not able to do those things. But, yep. I, but I think that's that's my mental illness that I Damn. need yep. to figure out. Yeah, yeah. You, um, I need to be. Something needs to exhaust me to the point where I feel like my I cannot like my body needs to put itself to sleep. If I could still function and keep going, I will convince myself I could get a few more things done or I should be doing whatever. And it's like, you know, the Arcade Fire song, uh, Rebellion? I know Arcade Fire. I don't know if I know that song. So the song's great. It's not technically about like, so the lyrics are basically being like asleep as far as like informationally about what the world's going on. But the, the lines are just great because in the beginning, it's basically like uh, sleeping is giving in. So lift those heavy eyelids. People say that you die faster than without water. All in all, it's just a lie. So like, but it's that kind of shit. I think about that all the time because that's what I think. I think sleeping is giving in. Yeah, it's 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 like a weird thing to think about. But then I'm like, there's going to be another day. Like is I'm going to wake up tomorrow and like, you know, it just it's. Aren't you optimistic? You're you're right every time. <laughs> one. Look at the upside. God willing, I'm going to wake up tomorrow. Yeah. Right? Look at this fucking guy over here. Holy shit, he thinks he's not. <laughs> that's good though. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god guys like this is fun i feel like i haven't had this much fun like in an interview in a, in a very long oh, time that means this, a lot this, man. This, that, man. yeah yeah it's fun speaking of fun i gotta i gotta ask you about your ed sheeran's a dick song because obviously yes. that's the main that's the what in god's name made you like <laughs> because I, I was gonna ask was this a real scenario because did your did your ex or whatever it was actually hear this song so my so my <laughs> let me think about how to how to start the word it so my you're like working it you're like all right everybody i'm like who do i want to throw under the bus in this interview i'm like let me let me think about it for a sec um so my girl was like loves ed just loves ed sheeran and mm -hmm. it's uh almost to the point where it's annoying you know what i mean <laughs> and like you know when you get in the car and like you put in your phone and like it starts to play the songs that are like yeah. in alphabetical order yeah. so like it so like it would always play the a team like first uh, first every I time i get in the dude, car i can't believe you just fucking said that because i thought i was alone i have the no. a team on my phone too that thing why why do we have that it's, it's a great it's, theme uh, I'm about to take it off though, because literally it's the first song that always plays every time we get in the car, and yeah. and and every time we get in the car, she wants to keep listening to it. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, but but in then it's like 1973, a crack commando. But that's what I'm just like, all of a sudden, I'm like speeding, and no one knows why. They're like, are you all right? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. It's okay. like, it's like, and me being an artist, it's like I'm working on music all the time. And it's like, mm. hey, hey, do you want to hear something I'm working on? No, no. Oh. Hey, hey, do you want to hear this thing? Oh, yeah, sure. But then let's go back to the two to yeah. add or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And it just got to a point where I was like, this guy's a dick. But like, he's <laughs> he's not a dick because 
he's a dick because he's super talented, right? So mm -hmm. this song is this song is like a diss track, but it, but at the end of the day, it's sort of like a love song hidden behind a diss track. Because yeah, you beautiful. know, like Ed Sheeran's a dick. He wrote a new love song, My Girl Love. She calling it quit, but it's in my head, like la la la, like like his songs are still in my head. They're, yeah. and they're and they're yeah. good. Um, but I collaborated on this song um with a guy named crash who uh writes a lot he had he has a he has a the TikTok song right now that's going um it's called big mad uh by this girl caitlin um he did nice. a lot of stuff uh with like snoop dogg and ice cube and Shit. uh just like a just like a really good songwriter and so i kind of explained these this you know these inner feelings that i was having about ed sheeran and about my <laughs> and about my relationship um and it's so great man and he brought it and he and he uh, he just started saying he was like ed sharon's a dick and i was like okay okay and then uh and then i recorded the song he finished it we finished it i recorded it and then i started posting it online and i got a lot of hate like a ton of hate about it <laughs> from all like the ed sharon fans and everything right. like that but it was it was a risk I was willing to take because I felt like I was at the point in my career where it was like, I was doing the sad love songs for a, like a long time. And, and I was doing songs about like my mental health and like, those were really working, but I had never had a song that was like something like this or something mm -hmm. that was like a little bit sort of like more gimmicky. Um, yeah. It's so fun and so catchy. It really is. <laughs> Thank you. Like it's like, it just gets caught in you. So I could see like, it's just about exposure, right? Like, I feel like the more people hear it, the more it's like a sing along, catchy song, right? Yeah, what's and like cool that's... about it is it's not just exposure. If I can chime, if we, it, it, like that's the cool thing. It's there's talent backing it. The lyrics are super fun. Like there's, yeah. you know what I mean. Like it, it would be one thing if somebody just saw it and they'd be like, oh man, it's just a gimmick. But like it's beautifully written, so much fun. Like it's it's not just about the exposure. Like it, glad you're getting Thank exposure you so for much, it. Man. But at least there's Thank substance you. there. You know what I mean? It comes from a place. Yeah, like that's what I wanted people to do because when I post like the 15 second clips that are on to TikTok, you really only see the part of me calling Ed Sheeran a dick. Like you don't, <laughs> you don't hear the rest of the song. So like people are like, oh, like what the fuck is this guy? Yeah, yeah. Who's this guy I think he is? Like, <laughs> so like half of the people do that, and then there's half of the people that are like, I'm like I'm an Ed Sheeran fan, but like this song mm. is a bop, you know? Yeah. So it's yeah. like. And it's and at the same time, I don't give a fuck. Like I don't care. Like, like I I and I don't know if you guys are able to relate to this, but it's like I think you get to a point in your career where it's like you really care, but at the same time you don't care. Like obviously, like you want the songs to do well and like you want like your material to do well and you want it to go over well, but then but like at the same time, it's like I don't think I just don't want to be afraid to try different things anymore. And yes, if it works, yeah. cool. And if it doesn't, cool. Move on to the next thing. You right. know, that's kind of my mindset with that. I feel you. I mean, there's a certain, I think, especially when you're starting out, there's a bit of a preciousness to what we put out because we're, you know, we're like, okay, I don't want to be judged. I don't want to look like this. I don't want to look like that or whatever. And then you kind of, you know what's weird? It's like when you're, when you're super young, there's no restriction to fail. Like you're just writing shit throwing shit against the wall playing around with stuff then when you start to actually get into your career of it i feel like some of us pull back in the very beginning of that where we're like okay i gotta figure out 
know, just do the right thing. And we don't realize that we're limiting ourselves kind of creatively, like almost putting yourself in a box. And then the point where you're at now, I feel the same way to a certain extent where you're just like, okay, you know what? Fuck it. Whatever sticks, sticks. I'm just going to have fun. I'm going to be, you know, as creative as I possibly can. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. We're moving on to the next shit. Which takes yeah, like, a lot of guts. Like you need to have the, you need to have the spirit of being like, okay, I'm going to put this out there. I believe mm -hmm. in it. Yeah. And then if it's, if it, if it goes bad, it kind of, it's an ego thing. So it plays, right. It plays back and forth. We are like, all right, am I able to take this and be like, all right, they didn't get it. I got it. Somebody might, I think some of the best things in the world that become cult classics, a lot of people be like, I don't get it. And then they finds its groove with the yeah. people that really like, that's what, yeah. Like, and, and this song has really only been out for like 30 days. Like, yeah. it's like, it's still fresh, you know? So, and, yeah. and like, I've had songs and I've known a lot of people that have songs that like take a year to actually hit. Like, ah, so, yeah. so it's, it's no, but then at the same time, it's like, I, I got to a point where like, I, I just, I, I used to romanticize all my, like, myself and like the songs that i put out and how i looked online and how 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 everyone would see me online like it mm -hmm. had to be perfect and like that just became not fun like it became like like very depressing to always yeah. have to think about yourself in that light yeah. like how are people seeing you and like growing from zero to three million followers in like three years like having to get it like a million followers a year you're like how do I maintain this? How do, and you know, right. like your mind starts going crazy once you start getting all these people. And it's like, um, like, I just think it's so much easier and so much more fun if to just be yourself and to not think about those things and, and yeah. Yeah. to just post what you want to post and do what you want to do. And that's why this song was like, fuck it. Let's just do it. Ed Sheeran's a dick. Um, <laughs> and if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. But this, this the story remains true and yeah. i and i'm still angry but it's okay it's okay <laughs> i love that it's a hard balance to maintain too because you have to always keep in mind and this is a great i mean this is what i learned doing stand-up is you just don't fall in love with your audience as long mm. as and then it helps you keep i mean you know tom's got a good tom i don't not love the audience but i really try to keep them out of whatever i'm doing as much as possible and i think tom balances it out with he is very good at going, you know, and bringing them in and stuff like that, because I'm centered on, I want to make this thing. Cause you never know. The other thing is too, is I don't know if you find this with your work as well. The things you don't think are going to hit people love. And they're like, or, you know, you're like, I'm not a big, I don't know what this is. I'm going to throw it out there. Like, and I'll do that with stand up stuff. Like I always have to try to put out reels and I'll put out clips in my stuff. And sometimes you're just like, I don't know if I have anything today. I'm just going to cut this. I'm not thrilled with it. You know, let me just toss it out there and see whatever. And that happened to me recently. It fucking exploded. And I'm just like, I hate this bit. <laughs> but, <laughs> but for whatever. And, and, you know, and sometimes I'm cutting something and I'm like, this is genius. You know what I mean? I'm like, uh, everyone's going to love this. And people are like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Dude, or they don't, tell they don't me about it. Tell me I about it. You know? Like the, the shit that I've spent the most, that I've put the most effort in and like, and like, just has not gone the way that i wanted to but the shit right. where i'm like eh, i don't really give a fuck about this goes viral viral yep. than i've ever seen before and i'm like and it's and like i i really think that's just the nature of the universe it's like when you don't attach yourself to it so much yeah. like 
I think it just you just get more life out of it. And like that's yeah. why I was saying before, like just not over romanticizing things and like that like I wake up every day and I stress about what the fuck I'm gonna post on onto TikTok like every day. Yeah. Like that's just my life. And right. the more that I stopped the more that I had stopped doing that and just did what I wanted to, like all my most viral things are things that I was making when I wasn't thinking, like, yeah, I wasn't even yeah. thinking about that. Like I was just doing what I do. And mm -hmm. those are the things that work. But, but as you grow and as you get more into that thing, like it becomes harder because you're like, Oh, I need to make something that was just as good as that. Or I have to make something better. And you're always in like this constant fight with yourself. Yeah when it's like, just relax, you know? Right. Well, even like, I mean, you know, guys like Springsteen or whatever, you know, when they have a huge album, have the same kind of issue where I remember reading an interview with him and talking about having a, a moment where he was like, how the fuck am I going to top that? And then him also at the same time realizing like, Oh yeah, like I'm an artist, like I'm 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 a creative, you know, I'm gonna do whatever. And it's the same kind of feeling where I understand it where you're like, you know, when you write an hour or you write an, a, a great joke or whatever the hell it is, if you just fix it, like that's why I try to leave whatever you create behind. If you make a thing, it's hard to do, it's hard to leave it behind, but you gotta go on to the next fucking thing. Because if you if you glue yourself to that, it'll be the only thing you ever fucking do. You're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, man, a hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I want to know, like, how uh, when it first started popping, like when it first started hitting, like, what was your reaction to it? Like, did, did you go into it with an intent or did no. you like start it and then it just started popping? No, out? no. So, so, so I, so before I started doing TikTok, it was actually called Musically. Um, oh my God, I remember that. Yeah. And then it got bought by them and they changed the name and everything. But, but I was making YouTube videos since like 2009, hmm. but like not on like a regular basis from 2016 to 2020. Well, I was like making videos like consistently. I had like an upload schedule. Um, and I, and I was probably doing that for like two or three years. Um, with, you know, like not really gaining a lot of traction, like sort of not really getting a lot of traction. And then I did a cover of the Halsey song uh, called Without Me. Right. And I uploaded that onto my YouTube channel. It sat for like three months, no views, um, which, which is cool because like you're saying before, I was just posting and then I, and then I would just keep going. I just post and, 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 then, I, and then I would just keep going. Um, and then I got a call from a site that was called glamour magazine and they asked me if i wanted to do an interview about the cover that i did of of the halsey song and i was like oh yeah cool mm. so i get on the call which and it was a call like this and they're like i want to show you something and i'm like okay and they show me a video of halsey watching the cover and oh, of like her cool. like reacting to it so i was like oh my god like that's this this is crazy so that was when it kind of like started to snowball and then after that happened i get a random dm on instagram from an account that was that that was called tiktok and i was <laughs> like this is just like another site that wants me to post my music blah 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 like i, I probably 
they sent me a message and I ignored it for like three days. And I was like, I don't <laughs> wow. have to know what this is. And, and right. then they just kept hitting me up. And I was like, all right, fine. Like I'll start to post my stuff onto TikTok. Uh, so, so like they had just became TikTok when I had gotten that message and they were actually looking for other artists to get on the app. Now there's over a billion users on the app and I got on the app yeah. like when they were having to look for people, like it's, it's like just nuts. Um, so then I posted the Halsey cover on that app. Um, one night it was like three days before Christmas didn't really think anything of it um and it just exploded uh like over three million people have used this song in in uh, like their videos and and that was like the start of my career onto tiktok and then from there yeah yeah it was it was crazy yeah wow then did you you feel a pressure to like sorry to to keep that up like once it goes are you like I need to do this again. Like, did that start weighing on you or no? Well, well, so the thing was that I had been doing YouTube videos for a long time. So I already had like a lot of content that I hadn't posted onto TikTok. So I like would just nice. rip YouTube videos off my YouTube and like I would upload that onto TikTok and nice. those would get views that they weren't getting views on YouTube, but they were getting views on onto TikTok. So I had all like, all like this old content that I, you know, was able to post yeah Yeah. so like i probably so like i probably did that for like six months um but no like i wasn't really thinking about it as like like i wasn't thinking about oh like i have to have like a viral hit again only because that song was viral for so long so like i sort of like rode the wave of it for like six months to like a year so like i wasn't thinking oh oh, i have to have like another one but after that one, uh, like two years later, uh, I did a cover of that song WAP. Uh, the yeah. song WAP. Uh, that, that, yeah, like like I did like a nice guy version of it. That was like me singing about like wet ass pussy. But like I was like singing it like yeah. I was like a wedding singer or some shit. And that that went viral and, and like charlie d'amelio used it jason derulo used it uh um just like all just just like it's just crazy uh just who you can reach on the internet by just having ideas but like that was like another risk like that was like another risk it's like am i gonna i did like i did i didn't I didn't even want to post that because I thought it was just so vulgar and like this, this, this isn't me. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to post this. And then yeah. I got a call from my sister because I asked my sister, I was like, should I post this? And she was like, mm-hmm. yeah, do it. And it went crazy. So Sorry. if I didn't listen to her, I don't know if that would have happened, but right. nice. it's just all trial and error, like just trying different things and seeing what works. So now this Ed Sheeran's a dick been out for 30 days. Let's right now play some bets when does ed sheeran see it <laughs> and repurpose right it. So are we working I've, on this <laughs> so i've heard some uh i don't know about i don't know about how much of this i feel like i, I can say but i'm oh, gonna say it as much as, yeah, I, as, I, it. as I can um don't so worry, before, nobody's listening. We, before we release the song um uh spotify actually reached out and said that they don't feel like this they can promote the song because they have a good relationship with ed 
Um, so that was like something that kind of hurt. And I think sure. there were some people that were on Ed's team that, okay, so I'm, I'm signed to Warner, mm-hmm. which is also what Ed is signed to. So, um, yeah. Ed is signed to Atlantic and which is like, uh, and that's like a branch off of Warner brothers. Um, yeah. and so, yeah, like we were, we were trying to, you know, see if there were any nibbles, you know, if someone from Ed's team wanted to hear it and there were there were like a couple people that we spoke to from Ed's team that were like, Ed would love this. Like Ed, Ed is like the sort of dude that would think that this is funny and this mm-hmm. is cool. And then there were some other people on Ed's team that were like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> so, um, so know who's getting fired from Ed's team. So, <laughs> so, so basically think, saying your client doesn't have a sense of humor about himself. They're like, no, no, no. We <laughs> so, I think he's, I don't know if he's heard the whole thing. I, I, I'm 95% sure he's, he's heard about it. He's heard of it. But, um, I think once it, the only way that he will be able to hear it or even get on a remix, like that would be dope if he got on the remix of his own song calling him a dick, like, and then, and then in like the second verse he came back at me and was like no you're a dick or like something like that um yeah. you guys need to collaboratively do a thing where he does wind up with your girlfriend at some point oh so like That'd be a that great was video. Supposed to, okay so like that's that's basically what the music video is like like so so we shot a music video uh that's coming out it'll it's it's probably coming out next week that's so great i didn't even know Uh, that that's amazing yeah yeah so like the whole point of the video is like my so like i didn't use my actual girlfriend in the video we used like an actress um Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and the whole point of the video is that she wants to go to an ed sheeran concert um and it's her birthday and i forgot to get her the ed sheeran tickets oh and she's yeah. and she's so upset so like the whole video is me like running trying to find the tickets but it's like sold out i have to go to like a back alley and get like the tickets from like <laughs> this weird guy and like make her happy mm-hmm. um but 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 no i mean i think that the only way ed would ever get on it or see it is if it went like crazy crazy viral and uh i th- yeah. i think there's still time to try to do that but oh, yeah if he does or doesn't, I had fun with the song, and I think a lot of people like it too. So that's the yeah, best attitude to have, though, about it, man. You made something super creative; it was fun for you. A lot of people liked it, you know. And then move on to the next thing. Exactly. I think it's gonna pop. I do. My yeah. prediction is yes, because when you listen to it, it's so catchy. So like, it's, yeah. There's a couple other like joints in like that genre that I found myself that you like. You're like, oh, when you know when you hear something on the radio, like genius like that's totally like yeah i can see you bro well like how often does something make you laugh and it's catchy and you're like oh i can relate to this on a bunch of different levels too because like yeah we've all been dating somebody same thing for comedians man you'll be uh, when i started doing stand-up and i was dating somebody and they'd be like you know who's hilarious and i'd be like it better fucking be me uh you better be talking about me yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) you know and it was just you know hilarious yeah no, I feel but like, like it was right in like the zone of like the early eminem like little dicky like oh, like all of those type of joints where they'd say you know is playful and fun it wasn't a negative thing i think the right. title might strike people as like oh i'm an ed sheeran fan but then when you listen to it it's a totally different animal title's a great hook though because if they're an ed sheeran fan you know they're gonna spite listen to it and then they're gonna be like yeah. oh this is fucking sick as shit 
that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, if you see a song that's on Spotify or that's on Apple Music that's called Ed Sheeran's a Dick, you're not gonna not want to listen to it. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. It's like getting really Randy Jackson's autograph. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not gonna not want Randy Jackson's autograph. Right. I mean, anyway, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just but like this is the thing. This song is hard to hard to market and I sure. and this is yeah. why, because I've posted a lot of videos about it, and a lot of them have gotten removed for mm. harassment and bullying. Oh, so no, it's, it's crazy. It's, it, it's it's just a funny. It's just like a gray area of like having to having to market without actually insulting the man, you right? Know? It's, it's, yeah. Which is actually even better that you need to start getting PR agents to write Ed Sheeran's feeling bullied. <laughs> putting that out there. Half of Ed Sheeran's staff feel he can't take a joke. Yeah. That's the art. That's the headline. <laughs> Cyber bully. Yeah. Alec Chambers. Takes exactly. That's Sheeran. what I feel like. I feel like a bully. Like uh, it's it's. But then. Then you listen to the song and you realize that I'm in love with him. Like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. that's basically what it's about. Maybe at the end um, of the music video, you two get together. <laughs> you end up with we it. We get together, <laughs> we kiss, and yeah, it's yeah. fun. Yeah. And then it's beautiful. Oh, you will rock the woke world. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. You rub magic beards together and shit, and then you're like, you know, that'd be great. I, he needs to get on the song. I don't know how it's going to happen, but um, I'm just It'll happen. I'm just going to put it into the universe and – yeah. yeah, see what happens. He jumped yeah. on that Peru song. That Peru song was fire. He did, yeah, right. That He's was a been good doing one. a lot of collabs lately. He just did one with uh, with this guy Russ, uh, yes. who's a rapper. Yeah, um, yeah. So. seem to be ha- people seem to be having a lot. I don't know if it's post pandemic or whatever it is, but I swear to God, I've seen more collaborations between. You know, act like like everybody's like kind of like, hey, I don't know when I'm going to see anybody again, so let's just fucking have fun. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And like, I think people are just starting to take themselves a little bit less seriously and just actually doing things that they want to do, you know, Uh, completely agree, man. Um, I'm going to are we do uh, do you want to do the three questions? Because we're getting close to the hour. Yeah, I feel like we can keep going. Let's do it. Because I don't, I, I always, I always ask because I don't know, you know, I'm, I try to keep it exactly how I'm just going to put it. John just likes to explain this to people every really single do. episode. Because it does, I re- because I, you, because you know why you gave me a complex. You made me feel like I think I'm, but you know, what's crazy is that it's one of those things where I'm like, it's my show. I'm going to end it in an hour. But then I feel really bad because I don't want people to go. Like, I don't want, I can do this all fucking day. I, I feel like I can talk like, to you guys for hours. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, John's like yeah. that, and you're then a friend that doesn't know if you want to stay or not at a party, and you're like, "Well, you don't gotta go, but but you're not. I'm not. I don't feel bad if you do." That's when you turn on Gordon Lightfoot, uh, wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, and if people can, if people are like, "All right, we're getting the fuck out of here. We're not listening to three hours of Gordon Lightfoot." Who I leave. would love to have as a guest, guys. Put it out there. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I would, but also Gordon Lightfoot's fire. He's great. He's fucking awesome. Well, before we do the three questions, I want to tell everybody. Let yeah. them know what your tag is on TikTok and on yeah. YouTube and anybody that because there are a bunch of people. And if you guys have any questions for Alec, to let us know because we have uh Tinsom's is checking in from New Zealand. How are you? Hi from New Zealand. Right. Um, yes. So if you go onto my TikTok and you type in I'm Alec Chambers, that's how you find me. Nice. Uh, YouTube.com slash Alec C Music. You find all my stuff. Beautiful. Awesome. We'll put that in the comments too so everybody can check it out. Very cool. Thank you. 
All right, boom, seat of fire. Three questions. Let's do this shit. Um, First question's softball question. So, you know, I'm going a little easy on you. If you can go back in time and talk to your younger self and give yourself a piece of advice that would help you today, what would it be? Mm. This one might make me cry, bro. Uh, That's always John's goal. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I would tell him to... I would tell him to relax and just take it easy because you because there's because there's a a lot ahead of you um hmm. let me uh let let me just think i i I would tell him to not be so hard on himself for sure you know totally it's tough it's tough like especially in this industry it's tough to not be so hard on yourself but i think i would tell him to just slow down, you know? Yeah, for sure. absolutely, man. What the fuck, John? I know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Get nah, it out. Good, Get out good, the good, anger you're now. Good, you're good. You're good. Yeah, you're yeah, good. Yeah. How about those Yankees? That was a great answer. <laughs> and I think no, that's I something you. that so many of us need when we're younger that we don't know, right? Yeah. You, If you had the older version of yourself that was able to say, it's going to be okay. We're going to work out. And also my yeah, favorite just... part of that question is the idea of any like none of us specify when we would go back so i just like the idea of an older you going back to a like a four-year-old you scaring the shit out of him like shaking him like be yourself and he's just like what the fuck is going on you know what i mean like it's a nice <laughs> like in hot tub time machine when he goes and sees his wife yes <laughs> what do you know when he calls his wife on the phone and then the dad picks up and he's like get off the fucking phone lou this isn't about you hilarious <laughs> I would just give him a hug. I mean, right. I, don't know, I don't know about all that, but yeah. 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 Oh, it's so good. Oh, my Man, God. These are good um, questions. These are good questions. Second question is, what had to end in your life, good or bad, that led you to where you are today? Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's a tough one. Do you know what's crazy? Mm. So, right before I got the message from the people that were from TikTok saying, I want you to post. I was in a four year, very toxic relationship uh, with a girl who, you know, is a very sweet girl, just wasn't the right girl for me. Um, mm-hmm. And I would not have been able to do the things that I've done if I was still in that relationship because she was holding me down very much. And the day after we broke up was the day that I got the call about the Halsey thing, like the day, wow. literally the day after. So that was like a wow. sign that I had made the right decision and I needed nice, to move man. past that. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. It's the universe, right? Like that's how yeah. the universe works. It's like, crazy. It triggers it's very crazy. Absolutely. Um, and the last question is just a fun goofball question. So if this was a genuine dystopia, more than it kind of is now, we're all feeling a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And you had your choice of like aliens, zombies, a comet headed toward earth, climate change, whatever it is. It's everybody's last day, though, and everybody knows it. What's your epic death? How do you want to go out? Oh, man. Yeah. You know, I've thought about this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. Let me think. Um, I think I'd want to. This is going to sound completely bizarre, but I think Perfect. I would just oh, I want it. to fall backwards from like a 50 story building and just Ooh. fall backwards and just look at the sky as I'm falling back. And then as soon as I hit the, wow, this is, this is, this is very, uh, yeah. Like just 
you know, because it's just instant. Uh, just rather just fall and just look at the sky and just think about all the things that I've done and things that I would wish I did or that I didn't do. But nice. There's something. Uh, there's something oddly peaceful about that. I like my that. Mental- I have my mental illness, but yeah, it's just uh, I know, like man. Yeah, it's I hear cool. you. It's a backward swan. What if the last thing you saw was Ed Sheeran's <laughs> face in the clouds? If you're like right <laughs> before you go, fucking Whoa! Ed Sheeran. <laughs> no, amazing, um, oh, dude. It's been a blast getting to know you and to have you on here, man. You got to come back. I yeah. really appreciate you guys both having me. Seriously, this is fun. I and I feel like I, I feel like I've known you guys for a very long time after this conversation. So. Thank Appreciate you for that, me. man. And I'm like, gonna hold you to this family feud thing. I want. Oh yeah, do, yeah, we're doing it. I'm gonna do this. Oh my, I'm, I'm like about to go on it right now. You guys come from Jersey. We'll come sit on this couch from 1975, and we'll do it. Absolutely, I, let's I do it. I will bring the family. You, we got to get a couple other guys involved, like friends and stuff. But you bring some of your friends. We'll, I'll bring the thing where we hit the buzzers. Oh, uh, that would be incredible. We'll yeah, let's plan it. That'd be great. We'll come up to you. Yeah, that'd be now. absolutely amazing. I was awesome. in Connecticut Monday. Let's let's do this. Let's make it happen. I'm supposed to be back there next week. I can't. And wait. I've got a time machine, so we'll just go back for <laughs> <laughs> that Monday that Tom was already there. Oh my god, this is going to be a long relationship. I can already tell. Absolutely love it. Love oh, it, man. Thanks, Thank man. Thank you guys yep. so much. Take care, man. Oh, Peace. Man. Peace. Have a great one. Dystopia tonight.